What is on our itinerary today? I uh, shared it in the announcements. The uh, okay. see, we got jobs open. <laughs> we got diversifying the treasury. Well, that's that's right, uh, cool. it's come up this week. I think that's probably a big, this a very big discussion in general. Uh, but there's a very specific thing with super rare for a potential swap. Mm -hmm. Well, swappy swap. Maybe. Um, some Rinkaby testers. Um, some maybe some drop news and updates. Um, definitely. We're looking forward to talking about contributor programs and bounties. I think, I mean, all of this stuff is like open to questions. So like anybody has questions, this is as much about us just sharing what's up and what's been going on as it is about people sharing their questions so we can hear them and, and answer them. And, um, you know, there hasn't been a ton of discussion this week, but usually there's stuff that it can be helpful just to kind of have a quick back and forth and, and, try and get somewhere on, on some some of the more open-ended discussions. Um, there's definitely some stuff around like generating and spending voting points. That's uh, been coming up kind of on and off, but hopefully we can kind of push that forward a bit. Miracle um, crypto art opportunity, and then a little hint about curating creatures, which I won't say any more about right now. That's cool. Um, I'm trying to trying to entice Encryptus into our chat because he's in governance discussion right now, uh, providing some feedback on something I initially wanted to put to proposal. Um, oh. But instead, I see a lot of discussion, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't see that. I am behind on that conversation. Oh, I mean, I mean, it was about, it was about um, changing the voting point generation or regen back to linear. Mm. Right. Um, uh, I mean, I, I made my I made my points, but I see a lot of counterpoints popping up, which is great. It's healthy, um, mm. and it sparked an interesting discussion between, you know, like having a balance between um, power of prospective collectors versus those who actively train the AI, which is a super interesting discussion. I think we'll cover that in a bit. Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. I mean that—that's definitely one of those never-ending discussions about uh, yeah. balancing those out for sure. Well, I say I say we may as well get started, right? Um, might just start yeah, with, with general roadmap updates. I mean, we're like we're three weeks away, give or take, from from um, drops. We're just planning the marketing campaign a little bit around it, or a little a little bit around the initial drop, um, which. I assume anybody who's voted before, if I'm correct, February 9th is basically whitelisted to, to mint something, which kind of acts for as a key for other drops, right? Um, so that's really on the way. That's the main thing we've been working on. We're at testing stage. The smart contract has been audited. Everything seemed fine, um, which is great. We also have the manifesto collection coming up, which will launch shortly after that drop. Uh, financial report is something that is lagging behind. I only have myself to blame there. Uh, a lot of spreadsheets don't love the work, <laughs> but it's very necessary. It's, it's around the corner. I had it open before, before we hopped into the town hall. So it should be done. I just need to get like a final audit on the numbers because there are a lot of numbers. 
Yeah. Um, Those are both things going to be probably, probably their own town halls when they happen. So. Oh yeah, they, 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 they absolutely need to be. And I think, I think that's, that's an incredibly healthy way of approaching it. Um, hopefully the next town hall in, in two weeks, but let's not look too far ahead. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we have border drops really around the corner. I think that's the biggest thing. We have the 1155 contract set up. Um, we actually completely changed one of the contracts because uh, we changed the behavior. And I think something that's up for community discussion there is um, basically every, there, there are 3,141 people whitelisted, right? Uh, or wallets, maybe not people, but wallets. And we're not 100% sure whether everybody's going to mint what they're eligible for. And then the question quickly becomes, what do we do with the things that aren't minted? Right. I mean, a very simple way is, you know, they get minted and sent to the treasury. Or alternatively, we have some kind of like whitelist mechanism where we allow, um, yeah, we allow people to mint at a certain period of time, where we let people in slowly and gently into, um, into the Discord where they whitelist themselves. Or alternatively, you know, we let, we let everyone go crazy and after a seven day period, anyone can mint provided they're staking bottom. Right. Or, you know, we can take it another step further and uh, they need to vote to be eligible to to mint. Right. I mean, anything is possible there. And I'd be curious to hear what people think. Um, there are a lot of different types of mechanisms employed by other projects. Uh, a lot of the PFP projects, you know, they do like these mints in, in, in stages. Um, at least that's what I saw. Um, so yeah, everything's kind of like on the table. I'm just wondering what people want to do. Um, yeah, I think I, th I definitely like the idea of of like right now the whitelist was like February 9th, or the snapshot was February 9th. So I think we could extend that up to like the present day. Not that there's probably going to be a huge ton of additional voters that weren't already caught in that, but that uh, that to me is kind of like a first and obvious step. Assigning yeah, them is going to be interesting. Um, this is, this is hard to talk about because we're being pretty cryptic. Like we can't give away too much. Um, at the same time, we're talking about like access to it, which is partly based off of voting behavior and um, and participation. But I think the obvious thing is is you know rewarding contributions first, right? That's that's really what what's most important is having participated in that training. So I think that first bit of people who've voted since February and then staking and then. You know, and then maybe, maybe maybe we could save some for the treasury if people don't vote. But then, you know, once uh, once it gets to be more clear what these things unlock, there could be a rush of demand, and you know that that ends up being revenue for the treasury that um, that we can that we can work with, and that benefits kind of the the broader community, right? So you know, if people aren't engaged enough to go and mint something when when it was available, then you know, you, you missed your shot and that's kind of a signal that you're not super engaged or involved right now. So, um, that's, yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. That's, that's a, like the initial goal, right? Like to, to, to reward those who are highly engaged with Bodo, who helped train Bodo, perhaps stuck around, right? I mean, the prerequisite there is also you need to be staking to, to be eligible to mint, right? So that's one major aspect. Um, maybe we can loop back to that. Um, I think another big thing that, that we that we handled uh, in the team this week is how to actually uh, how, well, we actually planned what the version two of the app is going to be like. I think we discussed it briefly in the previous town uh, town hall, 
Um, but the long story short is if, if you look at our project infrastructure at the moment, everything's incredibly fragmented. I think one of the first things you mentioned to me, um, Simon, before, before you joined the team was um, you had to send like eight to 10 different links to get people to really have a, a good feel of what Botto is. Right? I think that speaks volumes in, in, in terms of what our website currently looks like, uh, what we communicate and where. Right, we're looking to fix that. We have this fragmented experience where, like, governance is on forum.bottle.com, roadmap is on roadmap.bottle.com. Those two, unfortunately, can't change because we're using uh, you know, we're using other like infrastructure there. Um, I think we're using Flareum and uh, Upvoti. Right, they're just pretty much like reskinned. I don't think the Flareum one's even reskinned, but yeah. But all the other parts, right? We have we've had this gallery queued up for a while. Um, the MVP of the gallery should be live very, very soon in tandem with the drops, which is great. Um, and then eventually what we're going to do is we're repackaging the whole app into uh, from Meteor into Next. So everything would just be bottle.com, right? So you're not going to have gallery.bottle.com, you have bottle.com slash gallery, uh, which has a lot of implications, right? You know, like homepage native kind of like connect wallet. You can move to the app really seamlessly. Um, we're not going to have a gallery page for a single fragment as well as a single fragment page, right? They're going to be just combined. Um, and it's just going to offer like a, a much more wholesome experience. So if anybody has some kind of feedback on what to include on the homepage, right? I think this is around the time which, which should it, which it should get mentioned because we are yeah. actively planning it. Um, we have designers at the ready to kind of rebuild uh and, and repackage what we have for the better because i feel like a lot of it is is lost in communication at the moment and I'm, I'm sure i'm not alone in that i think um two weeks ago i think it was we saw quite a lot of comments on discord in terms of like ux uh, ux feedback and i know a lot of the front end devs slash designers in our community um definitely had some comments so it'd be good mm -hmm. to kind of like crowdsource all the ideas there and, and see what we can come up with, right? That's super important. Yeah. And, and and going back to that point about it needing to send like eight different links, I think the the like the big piece from my perspective is like you're talking a lot about different functionality and, and kind of packaging it and making it easier to navigate. And but for for me, this is also a big opportunity to really work on like the onboarding so that somebody, you know, gets the link to bato.com and it's very clear what the project is. It's very clear how to find kind of if they want to go deeper, they can. They also don't have to, right? They aren't, you know, it's not like they're landing on Gitbook and they're like, ugh, <laughs> so much to read. And then they just skip it, you know. So so really being able to help people self-navigate. And that's I mean, that is it's it's no easy task to do that. So it's gonna be um it's gonna be a big lift. But I think um the benefit of it is is that we're we're gonna be really set up for really making the marketing that we have coming down the line really convert right you can you can drive traffic all you want then everyone's like okay that sounds like a cool project great and then don't do anything right you really want people to be able to come in and get involved get the token vote become a part of the community and so we need to make it super clear how to do that and make it easy to do that so um i think it's going to be a big challenge but the the payoff is going to be really big once um a bunch of the other things we have in the works start coming online so it's still it's still very much build mode, and I think all that kind of feedback from folks is is invaluable right now. Um, versus, you know, you you launch it, and then that's when the feedback comes in. That's always the tough part. So, 
um, here or, or whether it's in, or in the UX suggestions channel anywhere, really. I mean, I mean, really what you're referring to, it, it, it ties back to the idea of onboarding, right? And something I know you've mentioned to me um, is making use of something like, I think it was called Rabbit Hole. Uh, I guess some, yeah. of, some of the people here under, uh, know what Rabbit Hole is. Um, but I think, you know, like, get, uh, yeah, sorry. I can explain it. I, I can just explain it really quick. So like yeah, Rabbit Hole... Do. Yeah, rabbit hole is is this concept of like earn to learn or learn to earn, which, whichever, I forget which one comes first, but you get the idea, right? So um, you can, you know, like, let's say you're new to crypto, um, you sign up, you, you know, get a wallet and come in and you can complete these kind of basic tasks of like do an exchange on Uniswap. And then you get an on-chain credential of saying, I've done this before, which then qualifies you for different quests that they have on their platform for like, um, that will be kind of individual campaigns. So we could run a campaign that says basically come and join the bottle community, which includes buying the token, staking it, and voting. Um, and there's, you know, there's an exchange such that it's like, it, it is basically profitable for them. Not a huge profit, but it makes it interesting. So the whole earn to learn thing uh, continues um, and they will drive huge amounts of traffic. Uh, but also really quality traffic because these are people who've gone through these steps. And one of those steps is like, they have like a bright ID step where, you know, you kind of validate yourself as a real human being. Um, but people who are also, um, who understand a little bit or show a minimum of understanding of the space. Um, so it can be a really great way just to drive a ton of traffic um, that actually ends up using um, the platform. So uh, it's like a, it, it's basically like gamified onboarding is the way I've been looking at it, um, which is something I wish we could do natively, uh, and maybe we can, but it's kind of, it's a nice proof of concept for it. And maybe that's something that we always have on, right? Where people can earn a little bit of bottle to go through those steps. And then it's, you know, lowers some of that cost that would otherwise prevent them from joining. Yeah. And, and I think the, the native aspect is something I kept, I kept kind of shouting from the rooftop whenever you told me about rabbit hole. Um, but, but, Rabbit hole in itself does look fantastic. I, I, I've seen people use it quite actively. A lot of projects do as well. I think Avax was one of the projects. A lot of a lot of a lot of top projects use rabbit hole, so that's fantastic. Um, and then, like doing it natively, I think that ties back into something like in-app rewards, right? Um, where maybe you know the, the the gamified aspect is well beyond connecting your wallet, actually voting. Right, uh, maybe connecting your Discord account to your wallet. We're, we're looking to build that into the app, right? Or, or even update your profile, which is a soon TM kind of thing to implement as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, we're, we're able to gamify that experience natively insofar as the redemption mechanism there, right? The reward would likely be something like an NFT. Right, I think that's very native, um, rather than emitting Botto, because likely the native aspect you you would you would probably want them to already be staking Botto, right? Which might be a missed op. I'm sure there are probably ways to do it for people to actually redeem Botto. Um, I think this ties back into Ben's idea of of an immersive airdrop, right? Uh, I don't know if you're ben, if if you're if you're there and able to talk, Ben, but maybe you could give everybody an idea of what you meant by immersive airdrop. 
Sure. Uh, so basically, as many of you know, the original airdrop was um, just kind of a naked airdrop where we sent Bado to um, you know participants in various NFT projects like uh, punks, apes, super rare collectors, super rare artists, um, and this worked in kind of bootstrapping a community, but the downside was that it created a lot of sell pressure. Probably most recipients did not become loyal Bado holders and they didn't have any context on like what, you know, they just kind of see this token show up in their wallet or that they can claim and they don't have any context on what this project is. Um, so they're less, less likely to hang on to it or to buy more or become active in the community. So the idea of an immersive um, conditional airdrop is that in order for recipients to claim the Bado, they have to actually get involved with Bado. They actually have to learn about what Bado is. With the thinking that, um, you know, once somebody actually learns about Bado, engages in voting, sees the types, uh, the type of art that um, Bado is creating, and once the concept clicks for them, you know, it's such a cool project and um, and it's such a particip participatory, active kind of project that once somebody is immersed inside of it, they're, they're going to be much more likely not just to hang on to um, the airdrop that they've received. They're going to be likelier to buy more. They're going to be likelier to um, get involved with the community, maybe even become collectors themselves. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the, uh, the concept behind a immersive airdrop. And I think combined with um, being like a very targeted airdrop, for example, to, um, you know, recent super rare collectors, um, because that's really, that's, um, you know, one of the most, um, you know, important um, crowds to bring into Bado, um, because right now kind of one, one of one of the biggest limitations in my mind is that um, we're not we're not getting a lot of um, collector interest for the one of ones. Part of that is just we're in a really slow market phase for one of ones in general. Um, but you know, being hyper targeted and being hyper immersive and participatory, I think that that's like the the magic combo, and we could have a much more effective um, airdrop campaign. Yeah, I think I think a lot of us are aligned with the idea of an immersive airdrop, and it's something ideally we would like to pilot. Um, coupled with the aspect of of treasury diversification, I don't know if I don't know if you're available to chat, Tom. Um, but we were speaking. We had we had like preliminary chit chat with with the guys over at Super Rare Labs on on behalf of uh, Super Rare DAO, and we were exploring the idea of uh, initially a token swap, and that's something we would still like to do, right? Um, a token swap between Bodo and and Bodo DAO and, and Super Air DAO, which I think would be an incredibly powerful kind of signal to the broader um, NFT ecosystem or NFT community. Um, and we ideally, uh, we, we, we literally just pitched this to, to uh, some of the members of Super Air DAO, specifically about bundling in an immersive airdrop alongside the token swap, where, for example, we would put some of the uh, token swapped funds, the Bodo funds that SuperRDAO would receive into a custom governance contract and actually allow 
those holders of rare to actually stake their rare tokens and then generate voting points, which has huge implications in terms of including other ERC-20s into Bodo's ecosystem as a means of creating this immersion, right? And then the end goal would be, for example, something like Milestone Base, where um, those who are staking their tokens, in this case, rare tokens, uh, would be able to claim a certain amount of Bodo and continue to participate in, in the community and, and in governance um, through claimed airdrop tokens, right? Um, it's just an idea we kind of pitched through. I don't know, I see Tom is here from, from Super, Air, Super Air Labs. Welcome, Tom. I wonder if you want to chime in here on what we're trying to achieve. Um, thanks. Uh, thanks, Yubi. Thanks, Tom. Uh, uh, hey, guys, I'm from Super Air Labs. Um, so essentially, you know, Tubi and uh, Simon, we had a preliminary discussion. Uh, mostly it was centered around, you know, how we can make both our DAOs have reached a wider audience, right? Because if you think about it, you know, we're all on this Discord, we're all talking, but at the end of the day, in the eight, seven, eight billion people in the world, like people who are in NFTs are very, very small, especially art NFTs, right? And the way we look at it is always, we have a shit ton of treasury and rare tokens. Bottle has a shit ton of treasury and bottle tokens. What's the best way to show the world that, you know, we're not working individually, but we're working in partnerships and also making sure that we're trying to benefit everybody at the same time, right? Um, and I also just sent a link to in the announcement channel for you guys to see. So the reason we started that conversation is that, you know, we are having a gallery in, in Soho and we do plan on having uh, a bottle in our first exhibition uh, and then the whole discussion started as just, you know, like just to give you guys a background, it's like, you know, having Bottle basically have sort of a one evening or one day event where most of the screens will be displayed with uh, Bottle artwork, right? Um, that's sort of the genesis of how this whole conversation started. And, you know, obviously, you know, both of, I believe both our parties would still have to go through SIP processes, but, you know, generally we've, you know, sort of let that, discussion you know in the discord channel to see how the community has been receptive or not and it has been very positive and now it's just more of okay how do we take it to the next level right actually go ahead and execute and making sure you know we're not doing it from the outside world to look at it as a pay-to-play thing it's more of okay this is actually what we want to do we all agree on it and it's not that it's more of how do we make art and bring it to the world and bring it to the masses um, and yeah, you know, from from our standpoint, you know, I'm I'm a fan. Like you know, that's why I'm a to token holder myself, and that's why I'm kind of just I was trying to be uh, sneaky, just I sneak in and see. But you guys still found me, so <laughs> <laughs> of course we found you, Tom. Yeah, and I think like uh, I think you 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 know you you directly refer to. It. I think we have core alignment in our vision. Um, you know, I think in terms of our treasuries, you know, it's a similar outlook, right? Both treasuries have a lot of its own native token at the moment. Um, and I think we can send that kind of like broader signal, broader message to the entire NFT ecosystem, right? I mean, we've 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 been home to Super Ref for our entire Genesis collection, right? You guys have supported us in in press activity. Um, you know, it's 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 a great alignment. 
Um, in terms of the specifics, I think, yeah, we definitely need to, need to you know, band together and, and, and explore what's, what's possible. You know, I mentioned specifically like that, uh, the rare staking kind of mechanism. I don't know whether that's something that, that um, you know, rare, uh, super rare DAO token holders would, would, would want. I don't know. Right, and I think this is one of those things that we really need to explore so that we can set this type of thing up correctly and maybe set up a precedent for the for the broader NFT ecosystem in, in ways in which to, or novel ways in which to support each other. Um, I see you just shared that link, Tom. So like, I didn't realize you were going to announce on Hypebeast. I think one of your, um, one of your uh, PR colleagues had mentioned that you had just announced it, but I received like a PR PDF I think this is way <laughs> this is way cooler. Um, maybe you could tell us really briefly about the event. Uh, I mean, I've read through the I've read through the, the post but for everybody who's listening in. Yeah, we're still finalizing uh, the logistics. So the tentative date is June second, um, and the way we look at it, it's a community event between Super Rare and Bado and anybody who's interested in NFTs, collectors, artists, anybody, right? Like it's open to anybody who's interested and has a time to come in. Um, and right now I think it's gonna be a panel discussion initially, right? So I believe Laura put a list of six or seven people, which I think it's a little bit too much just because given time constraints and we wanna make sure that each person has enough time to communicate and you know ask questions and answer questions. So. Probably it will narrow it down to three to four people. Um, and it will just be having the same mindset of people within the gallery space, right? So you can have a panel discussion, 30 to 45 minutes. And then the rest of the time will just be, you know, mingling networking. And, you know, we'll have pass orders and maybe some alcohol. And then just a lot of artworks for people to see, right? Um, and there are, just to give you guys a sneak preview, there are different frames and displays throughout the gallery so it's not just your typical like uh, uh, uh led tv right we do have partnerships with lago which is actually perfect for bottle just given that they are a square display and most of bottle works are is essentially it'll fill up the whole screen and it's high quality um then there's samsung which is our main partner obviously we'll try to figure out a way to present the artwork to the best of his ability and obviously make sure that, you know, it's not just weird looking, but we'll, we'll figure those out. And then there's going to be a LED wall, which it's a square wall as well. So we can put an artwork there so people can understand like, wow, this is actually not painted by a human being or designed by a human being, but it's an AI generated artwork, right? And just to go back on one point, uh, Trubi, if that's okay, is, uh, the way I always look at it, like obviously we still need to go through the founders and the community to discuss, is that the token when you do a token swap, it essentially gives it to the community, right? So, like right now I have tokens, I can vote on the artworks and you know give points to each one. But now if the super rare DAO has it, we're trying to figure out a way, like if there is a way we can actually have that be controlled by the community. So now more people are involved in choosing which artworks gets voted up or down and it will create more interest, right? Because now everybody can see that, hey, SuperDAO is holding these tokens. What is it for? Yeah. What does it do? You educate people and then they're like, oh, maybe I should buy some ourselves and then participate in this process, right? And then it goes back down to like 
and go down a rabbit hole with all this stuff. But I just want to let people know, like, obviously, you can shoot me, uh, I guess, messages that I can try to help answer. And or you can, you know, hop onto the Super Rare Discord as well. We we do have the gated and not gated token um, chat area if you guys want to find out more. But it's more about education. Like, I'm still learning. Uh, everybody's learning. So I'm just trying to make sure that we give people the most information and the most accurate information. And it's up to you, you guys to decide how you want to do with it. Yeah, um, yeah. Just to chime in quickly on this. So yeah, so in general, I think there's a lot of alignment um, and potential for collaboration between Super Rare and Bado. Um, I think one interesting parallel is that both projects are kind of curation focus at their core. So super rare, I consider like the top curated NFT marketplace. And then Bado is a community of stakeholders curating the artistic creations of an AI. Um, so I think one interesting framing for a joint campaign could be a kind of curate to earn. You know, we have like uh, play to earn, move to earn, learn to earn with rabbit hole. Um, now curate to earn where um, by participating in the vote engine, and this ties in with the, uh, you know, with the idea of immersive airdrop as well. Um, by participating in that curation process, you are earning Bado. Maybe you have to, um, you know, stake rare to be eligible for that. Um, you know, there's there's a number of different ways that could work, um, but. I think that, you know, so from Bado's perspective, super rare collectors is like probably in my mind, like the number one target for who we should be bringing more of into this project. And these are people who not only are, are prospective collectors of Bado one of ones, but these are people who really enjoy um, the process of curation, like in many ways, collecting one of ones is is a process of curation. You know, you're deciding, okay, which which pieces, which artists have the most potential. Um, and so I think that, um, and 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 a lot of collectors, I think, are um, even if they don't have kind of direct you know, artistic abilities, they're, they're very artistic minded. And something like Bado gives them the opportunity to per, kind of participate in artistic creation. And, um, and so I think that can be very compelling to more super rare artists and or super rare collectors um, to kind of get their foot in the door. Um, and then just in general, I think, you know, the curate to earn is, is a nice framing that, um, that given given the current kind of market trends is something that that could click with people and get people excited yeah i think uh th so what what i what i see in this is you know through this partnership we get to test out a lot of the things we've been talking about right that immersive airdrop and we've already mentioned uh, you know for, for for months now you know targeting super rare collectors specifically um, and there's a bunch of scenarios that aren't mutually exclusive, right? So there's like the token swap itself. And then, you know, this is really important because we're talking about, well, what does that partnership look like? So that's not, you know, we don't do it. And then we're just kind of passive on what does it mean? Um, which I think makes it really enticing. So it's probably one of the most complex, um, you know, proposals we put forward, but simply it'll be a token swap at the start. And 
we can try all these things, you know, and, and there's, there's also that party voting we've talked about that I think Tom, Tom what Tom was talking about with um, giving, giving the DAO access to using the bottle to vote, I think could be that, that could be a mechanism for that, um, you know, which isn't quite ready yet, but uh, we you know, there's a bunch of things we can try through this, through, you know, and a trusted partner. So it's a really kind of safe approach with a, with a group that we, we know is, you know, um, compatible. Um, we were all about treasury diversification, and um, you know I, I think that ties in neatly with protocol and liquidity. That's why we were, we were all about um, bond program. Flip it on its head for a second here. Uh, so what known origin do, if I'm correct, they have these like layered tokens where you're able to actually wrap NFTs. And if you look at the mechanism behind bonding or why we participate, you know it's to acquire follow ETH or Uni LP shares. Um, for the treasury, I'm just wondering whether we would want to do something along the lines of actually wrapping a, a bottle piece, let's say a one of one or something, where um, included in that NFT is actual bottles, right? It's entirely plausible. We're able to do that, right? And then in, in the, the implications here is that the treasury redeems, say, like 10 ETH on the sale, and the person buying the NFT actually uh, gets the NFT, right? Gets a bottle, let's say, one of one for novelty's sake, and um, gets bottles alongside it. I mean, how would we feel about something like that? Yeah, I think that, like, you know, some what we were kind of talking about were just like new ways to, uh, you know provide emissions or, you know, what is the next step for liquidity mining? And uh, we were talking about, you know, how you could have emissions, you know, locked with an NFT and the NFT essentially be like a call option for those, those rewards <clears throat> or having uh, rewards that are vested, you know, within an NFT. So the NFT has, you know, value that's growing alongside of a, uh, the the secondary value for the NFT itself. Um, I like the idea of of the bottle being with it. You know, it's like a it's like a present that you get to unwrap. You know, at whatever date um, it's released. Uh, but I just think there's like more interesting ways maybe we could do it than just put this NFT as bottle. You know, that's what I want to spend some time kind of looking into. Like, what's a really good implementation? that's exciting, that is more than just, here's this NFT that's also Bato. Well, perhaps a starting point. <laughs> but yeah, no, I totally, I totally, I totally understand, I totally get it. Um, I, I do think like the whole, the whole idea and the whole concept of, of all protocol and liquidity as well as treasury diversification, uh, it merits a, a lot more discussion um, from us as a community. Uh, circling back, you know, we have the we have the, uh, the super rare DAO prospective token swap coming up as well. Um, but okay, maybe moving on now, Simon. We we had quite a few things on the agenda. Uh, could you remind yeah. me what what came next? I uh, I mean, I think I'm just going to jump to uh, one in particular, which is the curating creatures, because we have like seven minutes left. I think that could be a really interesting to chat about or option. We could talk about the generated and spending VP, but I feel like we've talked a lot about technicalities. Um, I'd, I'd really love to hear about the curating creatures. Oh, yes. Okay, so, yeah, we, um, 
we're going through like a proof of concept phase where we're actually looking to um, bring the creatures that Bono creates in its artworks to life. Uh, what are the implications here? Likely working with a 3D artist. Um, and then, long story short, we would basically mint this 3D creature. And um, if you own this 3D creature, you would be able to redeem a physical uh, one or a physical like collectible, um, provided you own the NFT. Right, that was a very basic concept. We're working with a, a, a 3D artist and a collectible, like a toy collectible creator. They also create sculptures. I'm actually not sure whether we want before the sculpture route or like a ceramic type sculpture or um, a toy collectible. Either way, it's hand painted, very incredibly high quality. I've seen a, a Mebit version, which was spawned a couple of, Months, uh, six six to nine months ago now, uh, but the quality is absolutely top notch. I think one thing that this also implies here is is like um, we actually need to curate the creatures, right? I mean, I have my I have my three faced uh, three three eyed kind of like Jabba the Hutt from House Clean Wrinkle as my avatar, um, but there are so many more, right? And that also includes faces that Bono creates, uh, anything that we can bring to life. But the question is, how do we curate them as a community? Sorry, Cozy, you wanted to you wanted to say something. I just said those models were really cool. I remember the Mebit one. Um and, and they were really high quality. Yeah, I I have to find uh I have I have I have a screenshot of something lying around of, of the actual Mebit. I'll try to find it, pop it into general. It's been a couple of months, but that's a general concept, Simon. Um you know, yeah, like we're yeah. just looking for a proof of concept at this stage, but like there, there's so much to to build around it. Um, uh, I'm not talking so much technically, but I mean, like this is the whole idea of this is to really world build Botto, right? Um, yeah, and ben, 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 ben mentioned earlier. Ben mentioned earlier, like you know, uh, you know, curate for pay. Uh, I think I'm botching it right now, but anyways, getting paid to curate, and um, and there's so much curation to do, you know. Botto already kind of significantly limits its production, right? So it creates 4,000 images a week. It selects 350 of those that go into the voting pool. And then we've culled a bunch of those, right? And only one gets minted as an NFT. So that leaves a huge archive to go through uh, of really promising um, features, right? And it could be, um, you know, I, I, love, I, love the, I love this one because it kind of takes it all the way to a physical product. Um, and it's something that is organically kind of manifested in the chat, uh, in the in the Discord of of kind of finding these characters. We've turned them into emojis, you know, turned them into profile pictures, um, and uh, and and you know, making the creating the functionality on the site so that we can maintain sort of a decentralized governance of curation to find and select those. And there's sort of this conceptual thing of, of imbuing the human will to, to, to deem those as Botto art, or may, maybe they stay derivatives. But in any case, there's that archiving and curation to do. Um, and there's tons of other projects. Like one is, uh, you know, Zane, who's here, he, he did a series of, of different food features, food, uh, food themes, right? So, and, and you could find all sorts, you could do scenery, you could do realistic photography. I, mean, I know there's, a, there's one out there to do on maps that a bunch of people hate. 
Um, uh, there's a bot, you know, bot scout. So there's, there's a ton of um, categories to kind of go and fill out and setting up, you know, getting a mechanism right that maintains sort of this decentralized voting governance or, you know, curation to do that, that rewards it, but then produces, you know, this, um, these really, really valuable assets that we can do a lot of things with, you know, we can turn those into collaborations, into physical products. So um, it gives us just so much more to work with than just the one for ones or sort of a, a large pool of fragments. Um, it creates this kind of, in a way, I almost see it as a new branch of Botto, uh, depending on how we kind of set up um, the exact mechanics. And it, it's, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how it all comes together. So I really love this as kind of a first take because it just it takes it all the way through to the end. And I think we're going to learn a ton from that process. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was talking to Zane just as a quick aside. I was talking to Zane uh, earlier today, and I, I see he's in I see he's in the audience right now. And <laughs> he actually showed me the, the these physical kind of SD cards that he he actually got manufactured and produced with a I think it's I think it's titled Newfangled Lightness, the the piece that went to auction last week. Um, and they look really cool. And I'm just thinking, you know, hey, if we can permeate into the physical world, you know, with redeemables, with collectibles, with unique kind of drops, it's a it's a fantastic homage and a fantastic value add to the world of Botto, right? Because ideally, you know, we want to be spawning our own exhibitions, um, which which include things beyond the Genesis collection, right? We have a whole new period to kind of unravel. Uh, in the next six months, in terms of what Bottle does next, uh, but it was an incredible, it, it was incredibly interesting to actually see this SD card because it just spawned so many ideas. And I think honestly, Wait, Simon, those, you, those you are know, actual, those are yeah, physical. It's on Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really cool. Oh, oh my god, really cool. Hey yeah, Zane, really can cool. you can you share that in the general channel again? That was such a cool pic. Even just the picture of it is awesome. <laughs> yeah, please do. I, I, um, I, Sorry, Simon, you were saying. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm assuming he's nodding yes and doing it because I, I realize he's just in the audience. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Um, but I think, Simon, you, know, you, you hit the, head on the, the, the nail on the head in terms of um, maintaining that integrity and, and under, of, of, of Bodo and its participatory nature. It's something that Ben's mentioned, something that you've mentioned, right? It's something that's like an overarching kind of theme to the majority of our discussions. So, you know, we have to keep that in mind when, when we spawn derivative works, collaborations, um, unique bottles, right? It's always about that participatory nature, that co-creation process that we all go through. Um, just to tie it in very quickly, because I know we're running out of time. Uh, I did invite Encryptus into the chat. Unfortunately, he can't talk. Um, but we were discussing the idea of um, changing VP regeneration into linear, right? I think that ties back into, right, who is able to actually contribute to the learning of the AI, but also influence the outcome of um, what gets minted in the Genesis collection. And uh, it's an incredibly interesting discussion. Uh, this is my call to action for everybody to get involved and, and actually discuss what we do with VP regeneration. One thing I will say is we absolutely need more VP to be generated because with voting pools coming up, and I'm sure we're going to have many different types of voting pools, um, we're going to need more, v more VP to spend. Everybody will need more VP to spend. 
Um, and at the same time, you know, like the, the discussion is really about how do we find that balance in terms of allowing collectors to curate perhaps what they would like to see in auction. I know Ben is Ben is preparing a type of proposal, I think, adapted to a couple of Sunny June's comments uh, in the coming few weeks, hopefully. And in the meantime, you know, we 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 we're just looking to change um, the way VP generates either more VP or something beyond that, uh, changing it back to linear, although that sparks a whole different discussion clearly. So please hop into governance discussion, join in on the convo. There are a lot of good points being made. Um, and I think this is, you know, this is really a collective decision that we, we, we really need to tread carefully on. Cool. Yeah, we, um, yeah we, we covered a lot of ground today. Uh, I don't, I, we, we didn't hit everything, we hit almost everything. Um, that's why we're going to have these on a regular basis so we can always catch more. Um, Jubi, is there anything else you wanted to, you wanted to make sure we, we got out? Um, well, there was a vertical crypto art kind of op. Um, I spoke to vertical crypto art very briefly in terms of about like a, a derivative collab between Bonadow and, and a lot of uh, the artists in their three cohorts. I think we'll leave that for another time. Um, but if everybody, you know, if anyone is interested, you know, hop onto Vertical Crypto Art site, check out some of their artists, and maybe just think about ways to collaborate. I think that's a very general kind of um, approach to the, the this thing. Finally, we have um, drops. That's imminent. We're, we're looking at probably like a three three week time frame. I don't think that's an optimistic. I think it's a conservative time frame. Uh, and we're looking for some testers. I have written down uh, for that it, it'd be on RinkMe. I think we were migrating it, I'm not sure. Um, but if anyone kind of wants to test our drop system, uh, I know some of you guys have, have hopped onto um, our Gourley testnet kind of environment. Um, we're going to need that again just to test our drops and to make sure that everything works as intended. So, you know. Um, just shoot me a direct message on Discord and uh, let's get testing. I think that covers everything, Simon. Yeah, no, nice. Uh, like, like I said, we just we covered a ton of stuff. Um, for those listening in later, uh, amazing that you guys get it through all of this. It's a pretty dense conversation today. Um, definitely drop questions, comments, topics that you guys want to hear in these. Uh, really happy to kind of keep evolving this format to um to make it useful and valuable for everybody so um yeah thanks thanks for joining in this is like it's like pretty good turnout especially compared to the last time so um hopefully hopefully keeps growing cool um yeah thanks for thanks everyone for tuning in um we're gonna do another town hall in two weeks from now um still not 100 percent sure about the time of this i know that um some people wanted it on a Friday, some of us wanted it on a Thursday. So decision's a little split, maybe we have to kind of like interchange but <laughs> or, or test different times. But we have our next town hall scheduled uh, two weeks from now. Same time, we're looking at, I think, um, 12 p.m. ET, 9 a.m. Pacific on a Thursday. Please hop in. Um, everybody has their chance to just kind of hop in and chat. And uh, thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. Cool. Cheers. Cheers. Guys.